Welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 221, Superman Secret Identity. My name is Eric. I am Jason. How's it going? It's it's going well. It's Good. going well. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing okay. Yeah. We're doing all right. Doing fine. <laughs> I can't believe 221. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um... Uh... Numerically sound yeah. and accurate. Oh yeah, I believe it. I believe it. Well, probably not so much accurate. We've done a lot of other things. Yeah, yeah. Halloween specials, Christmas specials, uh, space specials. Oh, space! Got that space. Uh, so yeah, yeah, we're we're. It's not entirely. Well, that's even accurate. more impressive. That's yeah, my. That's true. That's yeah. my point. That's yeah. crazy. We we probably got about uh, closer to two fifty. Wow! Yeah. Wow, it's crazy. Yeah. What's wrong with us? We're idiots. Yeah. We got nothing better to that's, do with our yeah, time or that's, lives. It's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to think that we're preserving a uh, a piece of history with our brilliant insights into the cultural phenomenons that we uh, come across. <laughs> and provide uh, accurate and sound uh, reviews. Uh, oh, yeah. Lots of information. Well yeah. thought out research. Yep. Uh, you know, articulate, uh, opinions. Uh-huh. We're articulate as fuck. Fuck yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, when, uh, when the historians go through the internet <laughs> and they find our show and the, the 220 some <laughs> reviews that we've done, uh, <laughs> comics and review and, and uh, movies, uh, they will, uh, they will be astounded about how accurately we, right. we oh, yeah. grasped everything. So we're like, it was worth it <laughs> to read all of this information that was on the internet. And they will listen to our Christmas episode and say, hey, 400 people died in the Holocaust. <laughs> at, at, least. at I'm, least. I'm saying at least. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, there couldn't be two dumber guys... <laughs> In charge of <laughs> this thing that we do. Yeah. But hey, it's our thing. Hey, no one else is going to do it. Oh, yeah. We can't get a Brian John Mitchell and a Kurt Dins together to do this Wouldn't instead that be, of us. That would be so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you see, uh, you're at the grocery market, the supermarket, if you will, and you see uh, uh, clearly just a couple of dumb dullards, and they're walking around, it's a dude and a lady, and, and they have their spawn with them. Yeah. And you're like... Oh, they really shouldn't be the ones raising that kid, but who are we to step in? You know, <laughs> this is our baby, and 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 we're the uh, poor, unfortunate couple that have spawned it. Yeah, but I think the main difference is that uh, our baby here isn't going to go out and, uh, you know, <laughs> rape a chick in high school. Well, right. Or, you know, cause a lot of crimes in general, or just... Uh, Raise more dullards. Right. Oh, that's probably true. You know, uh, yeah. the, this, uh, the family tree ends here. 
Yeah. Wow. We're the last of. Oh, look at little Junior. He's the last of our bloodline. <laughs> He's out there talking about Superman and. <laughs> He's making the most of his life. He is not harming anyone. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe mildly entertaining. He's like he's like a street musician. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. A mime at worst. Yeah. Yeah. We could have done worse. <laughs> uh, we did all right. Yeah, we, we did all right. We are not that couple at Kroger. No. no. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to this thing today about uh, couples that decide if something horrible happens to the, the fella, if. You know, he put, puts it in his will that if he's in a vegetative state or even, you know, deceased, if he wants his sperm to be allowed to be used to yeah. impregnate his, his wife, and uh, there's a lot of a lot of ladies that that want to do that apparently, hmm. like they keep it on ice just in case, and then, you know, I'm I'm thinking like why not just have the kids while he's alive just in case. Oh, well, I mean, no, he just uh, doesn't. Uh have the time or the opportunity. That's true. I mean, you've seen Idiocracy, right? Oh, yeah, right, I mean, right, right. We're basically describing the entire first five minutes of that movie. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just the, the successful smart couple, you know, they're too busy being successful and smart. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I bet that's expensive, though, extracting, you know, sperm from a corpse and uh, keeping it on ice and maybe, all I that stuff. I mean, it's not anything I want to... Mm. It's, it's not a... It's not a career path I'm looking forward to right. going down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to go down. Um, yeah, that wouldn't be a great job. No, no. Yeah. Uh, pretty much anything with corpses. I'm. Uh, You're out. Yeah, I'm not looking for that kind of work. How about how about the guy that? It's like, not a. Uh, I just want to say it's not a thing where it's like you know, like me and musicals. Right. You know, where it's like, if there's a musical on, I'm just like, fuck this. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not that way about uh, the whole death death mortician thing. Right. Uh, it's more just like, eh, there's probably better things I'm suited for. It's like serving burgers. You don't, right. want, you don't want to do that either. I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, like if it came down to it and I lost my job tomorrow and the only two jobs I could get were at uh, McDonald's or at uh, the funeral, a funeral home. Yeah. Uh, I'll take the funeral. Yeah. Duh, right? You're right, yeah. <laughs> the clientele, so much better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wonder if, like, doing the makeup on corpses, like, I could see that being a fun job for, like, kind of gothy girls who are into makeup, you know, they could do that. My mom has uh, done the hair of, uh, she. my mom is a hairstylist, mm-hmm. and she has uh, been hired occasionally to... To do the hair of, of uh, a deceased deceased uh, person. Wow! What, what does she think about that? Uh, she said the very first time, you know, it was it was just super weird, and uh, she like like she put it off for a very long time, but like she would always get offers, and like her clientele are all elderly women right. basically, and so more than a few of her customers have died in the past oh, okay. and they've always like like they're loyal customers all right wow and, even after death yeah now that's good repeat business and then they will tell her that you know when i die i want you to do my hair for my funeral and uh, she she for a long time didn't do it but she she eventually broke down and did it wow and she said it was weird but uh it pays well right and uh <laughs> better than regular probably yeah, yeah. 
And uh, she also said that, it, honestly, they're the uh, it's the easiest job that she's ever done. Because <laughs> right. uh, they're not moving around. Right. They're not, like, falling asleep in the middle of her, you know, like, like trying to cut hair or anything like that. Uh, you know, she can move the head any way she wants and then, you know, get to wherever she wants without any fuss. And, you yeah. don't even really have to worry about the back, probably. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, you don't have to worry about like accidentally uh, nicking an ear. Oh yeah, like yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess she would still a try not bit. to. Yeah, right? yeah. But it's not gonna. Right. No one's gonna complain. Exactly. Right? Yeah. But yeah, doesn't she like to like, you know, like maybe gossip or chat or whatever when she's doing uh, the hair though? So sometimes. So that would be missing. Really. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Usually, like whenever I go over there, it's it's just the old lady that's talking, and oh, she's okay. just kind of wow, okay, responding. So maybe it's like just awesome. Though. Yeah, because yeah, you know, she she has the TV on, she watches that, and I mean she'll talk to the customers when when they talk, but right. you know, she doesn't actively pursue the conversation with them. Yeah. Huh. Well, that's cool. I didn't know that she'd done that. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't think I'd want to work with corpses in any format. Yeah. I mean, maybe if someone's like, "Hey, we want you to hire you to to draw draw a sketch portrait of Grandpappy," uh, you know, so we can keep it like, all right, you know, take yeah, a, but you can just work from photos for that. That's true, yeah. but there's n- nothing like working from from life. Well, like, you're not. It was still life. I guess. <laughs> uh, how did we get on this subject? I'm not um, quite sure. Just about us being idiots. Oh it yeah, just, it all comes just back. tray rolled into that. Right. Yeah, uh, we can we can talk about this comic book we read. We did read a comic book. Yeah, it was uh, Superman: Secret Identity by Kurt Busiek and Stuart Imanen. You know, other than relatives, you know, like wives or whatever of these people, I've never heard of anyone else with either of those last names. Right? Aren't those odd names? I guess. Do you know what origins there or anything? No. <laughs> Why would I? I I'm just curious. I mean, I know you're fans, at least of Iman. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, I was curious. Is he like where's he from? I don't. I don't do that kind of research uh, that people are fans of. <laughs> I just look to see. Well, what else has this guy drawn? Well, I thought you might know where he's from. You know, like Canada. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so it's a Canadian <laughs> name. That makes sense. Yeah, I just thought it was weird. Like, I don't know. Those those names are both strange to me. This is this is the worst thing ever. Uh, uh, no, I was I was honestly thinking about that. I was like I was like I've never heard of another music or Eminent. Like ever. I mean other than like you know, Stuart's wife. Right. But isn't that strange? Why would we we could just talk about the stuff inside okay, of the book. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was honestly perplexing me. Hmm. Uh, write them a letter. Maybe I will. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll just Wikipedia them and see where they're from. There you go. I don't want to bug them with stuff, something like that. <laughs> I'm sure, uh, well, you know, uh, as... As weird as I find it, mm-hmm. uh, maybe they would appreciate that kind of thing rather than answering, you know, hey, when are you going to draw the next X-Men book? Yeah. Or, you know, when's Astro City coming back? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. When is that coming back? I have no idea. Yeah. 
<clears throat> and honestly, if I wanted to know, I'd ask Joe Grunenwald first. Yeah, I'll ask him. <laughs> he might know their origins. <laughs> he seems like the sort that would keep tabs on the creator's personal Probably, lives. Yeah. 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 I mean, that to sound director. Usually, the sort is not is kind of exclusively held for like demeaning, you know, adjective. But I think it's fair. But <laughs> no, I, mean, I didn't mean it that way. No, it's fair. Hey, Joe. <clears throat> You are that sort. <laughs> and I know he's listening because he's read this book. Oh, yeah? Does he listen to the ones he's read? I think so. Mm. When he does. Okay. If he does. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, he's he's a bad friend. Oh, is he? Yeah. Mm, I did not know. To both of us. Really? Yeah. I see he him. does not like either of us. I, I didn't think he liked me, but okay. I figured he hung out with you more. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm depressed. Yeah. I wish Joe G was here. Joe G's an asshole. <laughs> No. <laughs> we should have had him here if he's read this book, too. We should have. What were we thinking? Uh, we also really, I mean, honestly, like we're doing this almost last minute. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we didn't know two hours ago that we were doing this right. tonight or not, so, so yeah, yeah, that's true. Things have been weird. I don't know if I've talked about it yet or not, but mm. we'll get into it later. Yeah. Uh, but for now, we'll talk about Secret Identity. Sort of. We probably. Uh, we'll, we'll try to. We'll try to. We'll dance around it a bunch. <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll struggle with our own opinions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Contradict ourselves. Yeah. Uh, uh, get angry at nothing. Uh, there'll be awkward silences and then a uh, <laughs> shitty song and then we'll let you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's the formula here. Yep. That's, that's, I mean, do you see many other shows that have lasted this long? We found this, we found a successful formula and we're sticking to it. Well, we found a formula. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's successful as far as keeping us oh, yeah. going. For, for us, yeah yeah, yeah. 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 We haven't had any investors pull out. No <laughs> no advertisers have, you know, Drop shamed away. Thing. Right. All right. Secret identity. I've talked about this book before. I'm pretty sure I have. Uh, yeah, I think on here. Uh, yeah. um, so, uh, uh, there's no spoiler here, then. I liked it. Yeah. You liked it. I did. You liked it. And uh, reading it again, I still liked it. Man, how old is this thing? Uh, boo, 2005, 2004. I am flipping through to the copyright. 2004. Okay. So about eight years. Yeah. I'm sure Nine was, years. I'm sure it was uh, written and drawn long before then. Yeah. I'm sure it took a while to draw. Yeah, these are four prestige format issues with no ads. Yeah, that is... It's like ten pounds. Well, yeah, and also that is uh, that is not a format that really exists anymore, is it? I don't believe it does. Yeah. Well, occasionally, like I think there was like maybe like the Sam Keith Lobo thing was kind of a prestige yeah, format. Yeah. Like very rarely, though. Very rare. Yeah. yeah. Huh. huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's interesting. It's usually all just uh, uh, like something like this would probably just be a graphic novel. Yeah. Now. Yeah. They just wait and slap them all out together. Right. Which, and then it probably wouldn't sell at all. Like the Batman and the Black Mirror. Was that one of them? Uh, no, that was uh, uh, a trade. Oh, was that? Okay, yeah, that okay was, it was a collection. Uh, yeah, that oh, was okay. the, uh, the, the last run of uh, the uh, Detective Comics uh, prior to the New 52. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so yeah. And then, uh, so, so as I mentioned last episode, the, the, this book is uh, out of print. Uh, and, and kind of yeah. hard to find in 
individual issues. Oh yeah, uh, and I, I'm pretty sure there was a trade paperback at one point in time, but uh, that is, uh, like I said, no longer in print. But there is a new printing coming out very soon, I believe. Yeah, uh, I think DC is actually going back and they're reprinting quite a few things. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I know uh, the the Chuck Dixon, Marcos Martin, uh, Batgirl Year One. Yeah, and I think even Robin Year. Well, they're it's packaged together. Uh, they're they're finally reprinting Batgirl and Robin Year One together as like a, a one big trade paperback. That's cool. Uh, and because I've never read Batgirl Year One, and I can't find it anywhere, single issues or trade. Oh really? Yeah. I know we've got some of the single issues at Mary's. We have like three. Yeah, say so we don't have all like, of them. Like number three, six, and eight. Right. Yeah. <laughs> is, there, is there that many? I I, can't I think remember. it was a nine issue series. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, I really like that series. I. I haven't read it. In, I mean, I like read it as it came out monthly, and that's the last time I read it. So, right. if you ever want to pick it, um, I may or may not remember it more fondly than I, I really uh, would. I have the the trade on uh, on pre order from Amazon. Sweet. Uh, so, uh, but that doesn't come out till like July. Possible but future pick. Possible future pick. I do have the single issues of the Robin here one. I really like that one too. Yeah, I remember reading it and liking it. Uh, but yeah, so Secret Identity is, uh, is is one of those things that just sort of like I think it got like a little a lot of critical acclaim and then but then yeah, it just fell out of the the printing cycle and uh, it's it's one of those things that's just kind of hard to find occasionally, right? And I'm not even entirely sure how I have all four issues. Really? Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> I know I bought the first issue. Uh, you were going up to, to Toronto, uh, to, to TCAF, mm-hmm. and Stuart Imanen was going to be a guest there, and uh, I wanted you to get some stuff signed for me, because uh, he is one of my favorite artists, right. like, of all times. Uh, and you still don't know where he's from. He's from Canada. <laughs> I said that. <laughs> well, I mean, his, his, where you went to. His, his, <laughs> this is, like, origins, though. I mean, like, let's see. Wow. <laughs> And uh, so I wanted to get some stuff signed, and then, uh, uh, like, I gave you, like, like a bunch of stuff, I think, and uh, but, like, kind of really wanted this signed, but I didn't really have any issues. Oh, okay. Uh, and Mavericks just had the first issue for sale, and they're, they're back issues, and uh, so I bought that and gave you that, and so my first issue was signed, uh, but I didn't have two through four. <laughs> And then I think I wound up buying, I think I got it at, in a bundle somewhere. Huh. Like the whole, four, like but, all of them. Yeah. So I have two copies of issue one. One and, unsigned and one signed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm keeping the signed one. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll be, uh, it's in my two trade file, uh, oh. one of my pile. Right. I, uh, get, rid of, get, rid of, get rid of a bunch of stuff. Sounds uh, cool. So yeah. And he, yeah, he seemed like a nice guy. I met him, and uh, yeah. he signed it, and him and his, his wife were there, and they, yeah. they seemed like really, they really, uh, they seemed like really snappy-dressed nerds. Right, like, right. like, they were really clean and, like, put together well and, like, nerdy at the same time. Right, it, was, right. it, was, it was really nice. Right. <laughs> I, I like, I like well-put-together nerds. Maybe it's just a product of dealing with magic nerds for so long. Not understandable. But right. I like, I like it whenever they can... Put a button in a hole and that well, sort of thing. I'm, uh, I'm sorry that I offend you. <laughs> you and your magic cards. <laughs> Would you at least do me the consideration of not pl- 
play and t- play test in your magic deck while we're doing the show? Can you just put it away? <laughs> no. It shuffles fine. Just your your land is not clumping. I don't know why you keep having these. <laughs> no. But anyway. Yeah. So you know, Stuart Iman and then uh, he did this thing. Yeah. Super in secret identity. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so I've liked his work for a long time, and I know he uh, he had a run on Superman for for a while, uh, especially like right around the time of like Electric Blue Superman. Oh yeah, uh, I think he was writing and drawing at the same time, and and uh, that's sort of when I became a fan of him. And I'm actually not a huge Superman fan. Uh, I like Superman, right? Uh, but I tend to find that uh, I like Superman in things that aren't comics right yeah <laughs> like the movies and then the cartoons and stuff like that but i've never been a huge fan of the comic version of superman uh except for when it's weird things like this or like it's a bird or it's a bird yeah. or all-star superman just just things that don't fit into like the normal superman continuity. it's kind of hard to do a good superman story where it's engaging and like you're like i wonder if he's gonna go through this you know like, right right it's freaking superman of course he's gonna get through it yeah. right so yeah so you need you need a thing uh to to sort of put everything into question i guess about superman so right. that you can you know, have a different perspective. Right, right, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so, like, it's a bird with uh, the, the Steven Seagal uh, seagull. seagull. Yeah, not, yeah. The, not ponytail. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, that's, that's basically an autobiographical comic. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the, yeah, just, I like Elseworlds books. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just, just weird this, one-offs. And this really did feel like an Elseworlds book. I'm pretty sure it is an Elseworlds. Oh, really? Does it actually say that in there? Uh, it may not. They may have uh, done away with uh, Elseworlds by this point. Hmm. Yeah, I think so. But unofficially, it's definitely an Elseworlds book. Because it, it's basically set in our world. Yep. Where there are Superman comics and toys and games and movies. Right. But there's no Superman. Right. Or Justice League. Superman's not real. Yeah. Of course. It's fiction. Exactly. Uh, So, yeah. So, this is sort of loosely based off of uh, Superman or Superboy Prime. Okay. uh, Who who lived on Earth Prime. And he was just, uh, you know, he just happened to be a regular kid uh, who was unfortunately named uh, Clark Kent. Yeah. Who uh, just one day manifests Superman's powers? Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> and but yeah, it's our world. It's 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 the world we live in. It's the world where gutter trash exists. Wow. And people don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> I love that world. <laughs> you should. You live in it. <laughs> oh. We should do an Elseworlds comic where we're really successful and liked by many. <laughs> That is too fantastical. Yeah, that, that that would be the thing that caused them to be like, well, we're just never doing... Uh, Elseworlds as a line is canceled. <laughs> we tried that, and it was just too fucking crazy. There is only so far that you can suspend this belief. <laughs> You're like, Da Vinci was Batman? Sure! That could happen. <laughs> These guys popular and light? <clears throat> Out of here. Yeah. Um, so, I pretty much enjoyed this book <laughs> uh, um i enjoyed it way more than i think i should because there are 
a few things about this book that fall into categories of things I just don't like. Okay. Um, one being art like this. I usually do not like art like this in comics because right. it's super realistic. Right. Um, but for some reason, maybe it's because um, it's set in our world and it has like, uh, you know, our a tinge of 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 just reality and you know Superman comics and all that. I think it does work, and he does it so well that it's not just like it's not just you know tracings of photographs. It has like right. there's some stylistic choices that kind of give it a a, oh, a, yeah. a look. But it is very photorealistic in a lot of places, though, and that usually just bugs the shit out of me when I read a comic. It is, and uh, I think the reason that I like this better than, you know, say Alex Ross or Greg Land or anything like that is that it's not obvious. Like, like, I mean, clearly he's using reference. Right. But, you know, it doesn't exactly look traced or it doesn't look exactly... There's a few things I think are traced. There might be, but I think he... Using the style that he uses in this book, I think that there's enough artistic flair to it that right. separates it from looking yeah super super realistic yeah like every line is not connected like sometimes the i don't know i can't i don't know who did the color if it was him or another one but right. like sometimes the colorist fills in gaps where there there isn't like a an outline on certain things and right like it, it gives it a a unique look that he colored it himself did he? Yeah. okay uh i think you know, I don't know. To me, like, it, it reminds me, like, like it's definitely his own style. And he's, I think he's a genius, Stuart Eminem. And uh, he, he's definitely been a guy who can change up his style for oh, yeah. pretty much any project that he works on. And, like, you know, something that super realistic like this to, you know, super cartoony like Next Wave. Right. Or just that sort of in-between stuff that he's doing, like with, you know, all new X-Men. Or, right. You know, stuff like that. Uh, and then, of course, you know, like Moving Pictures, which we reviewed, you know, a while back. Which was, like, almost completely different oh, from yeah. any of those. Yeah, his style changes. And he's good at all of them. Oh, yeah. Which is super impressive. Yeah. I think- so, I mean, yeah, so, I mean, obviously, there's there's reference being used in this, and, you know, I think, but I think it definitely fits the story. It, exactly. It's yeah. got enough of his, his thing that makes him Stuart Eimann. Oh, yeah. You know, I, makes the artwork. I would agree with you that he's he's very talented, and, and he makes really good artistic choices, because, um... Usually, I would love to see everything just look like a cartoon. I would. Right, right. I wish James Kachaka drew everything that was printed. <laughs> but, but at the same time, yeah, this really it really does serve the story and it, and it works. And it was a you know it was a good choice. But as far as just like my personal tastes, right. this is my least favorite style I've ever seen him work in. Right. But you know, like I said, it it, it works. For it the, it for wouldn't the story. have worked in any other style. I don't think. Right. Uh, just because of the nature of the story, mm-hmm. uh, you know, seeing him draw, you know, this and like how he draws X Men or Next Wave or moving pictures, even right, you know, it yeah, would have been a mark against the story. I, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah, which is weird. I mean, like, yeah, it just surprised me when because when I first saw it, like even the covers, like because they're just illustrations and they're not, you know, like I didn't know 
I didn't know what the story was about. I honestly right. didn't know it was about this. I thought it was just a Superman story. Right. Um, and I was like, oh, no. I'm going to have to slog my way. Like, for some reason, like, Alex Strauss is the only one I actually like who does that sort of really realistic yeah. characters, you know, um, referenced stuff. But, but uh, yeah, I really did not expect to enjoy the artwork. But after a few pages, I, I started, you know, the, it settled into the tone of the story. And I was like, oh, okay. Right. I, I see it's going to work. Yeah. So, uh, so what else did you hate about this? Um, I don't know if I hated anything else about it, but I, 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 I'll admit I got a little pissed off whenever, like, you know, cause you start the story out and, you know, um, and you're like, oh, okay, this kid's name is Clark Kent and he hates being joked, you know, joked about it at school and like all of his relatives buy him Superman stuff. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is cool. I can get behind this. And then honestly, when he developed superpowers, it just kind of pissed me off a little bit. I was like, really? <laughs> like, it's not a coincidence enough that he looks like Superman and that his name is Clark Kent, but he's also just happens to be the only person that gets superpowers. Like, I was, I was disappointed whenever I got to that point in the story, but it really does rectify itself and, and it works. And I had no problem with it once I got, uh, you know, like halfway through the, the series. But but I was I was seems like a while. (laughs) Well, it wasn't as long as you would think. It it took me a lot uh, less time to get halfway through the series than it should have, because for some reason, because this is four issues, like you have the four issues. I had them in a stack, and for some reason, I had them stacked in such a way that I I had number three right under number one, Uh and so I read number three right after I read number one, and uh, and like. I swear I didn't I didn't miss a beat like I was just like okay this is the second issue and I put it down and I was like oh I'll go ahead and read another one I've got a, you know another half an hour yeah. and I picked up the next one and and I looked and it said number 2 at the bottom and I was like oh I must have just set that in the wrong file and <laughs> and I looked inside of number 3 you know I picked up number 3 and I was like yeah. wait a minute I've already read this what and I looked back and I was like oh so yeah I read number 1 and then 3 and then 2 and then 4 <laughs> And, and it's weird because I went back and I, you know, like I read number two right after I read number three. And honestly, number two is completely unnecessary because everything that is important that happens in it, they like, like mention in the very early parts of number three. Huh. And like, I, like, I, I didn't feel lost at all. Like, you know, how sometimes, you know, if, if you, you just, yeah, yeah, but, but no, like there, there wasn't a single beat that fell out of place in number three. <laughs> it was really weird. Because uh, number three start because every issue starts out like you know it jumps a little bit in time right and uh, and I was like oh they're jumping a little bit in time and but it just jumped a little further than it should have for me I guess but I'm trying to flip through this here a little bit because uh, he already has his lady and uh, are we spoiling like things about the show uh, I think <laughs> well I'm just trying to think of, of stuff that. I don't think issue two is unnecessary. I really don't. Really? Because, all right. Uh, I mean, the, the the gist of the story is that it's our world, and this kid who just coincidentally is named Clark Kent gets superpowers. Oh, he's from Kansas, by the way. And he's from Kansas, yeah. <laughs> but, a small I mean, farm town in Kansas. Right, but, you know, I, I don't think you can get too upset about that. Right. I mean, it's a Superman story. No, I, I did, it, though. It's, it's not like a... <laughs> 
It's not like this book is, is you know, about, you know, some kid named uh, Joe Smith who lives in, you know, Cleveland, Ohio, and then suddenly gets Superman powers, and it's not titled Superman at all. Right, right. You know, I mean, it, right on the cover, there's a big yeah. fucking Superman logo. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and it's published by DC Comics. <laughs> Those are both clues that you're going to read a Superman story. Right. Uh, with, uh, you know... Uh, uh, written and drawn by two guys who have an extensive history <laughs> working on Superman books. Yeah, I yeah, I just I think I expect it to be more about just somebody living in the world of Superman somehow. And I was like, I wonder how they're going to make this interesting. And maybe they couldn't have. Maybe that's why they didn't. But <laughs> but I yeah, I was disappointed whenever. I... And that's okay. That's that's one thing that like like I said, I, I love an Elseworlds story. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing about the Elseworlds thing. Is that uh, every single one of them uh, always ends with uh, the status quo? Okay, <laughs> you mean like like uh, they get it, get reset it back to yeah yeah what it's, you it's would... like uh, you know uh, uh, like the well I think even one of the first Elseworld books was uh, uh, the book where uh, Clark's ship lands in Gotham City and he gets adopted by the Waynes. Oh yeah. Speeding bullets, yeah, and so then you know the winds get killed, and it's uh, he's Batman, but he's got powers like Superman, and so then the entire book goes through, and then at the end he uh, decides to stop being Batman, but becomes Superman instead. Oh. You know, and he <laughs> right. changes his name and uh, goes to journalism school. Right, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. it's like Wonka, Wonka, Wonka. Right, yeah. yeah, and so like a lot of Elseworlds just always go back to to you know. Step one again, where Clark can't become Superman as we've always known him. Right. You know, and I guess for the most part, it's, you know, the journey, not the destination. Right. You know, that you're supposed to find more enjoyable. And uh, so, you know. But yeah, if they slap the Elseworlds logo on there, why, why bother? Why do they bother returning it to the status quo? Why don't they just. Well, because it's, you know, still. It's not in continuity. Right. You know, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, if it's not continuity, they could yeah. end it however they want. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. Makes very little sense to me, but right. know, it's it's a formula that I found that they always seem to do. Right. Maybe it's just one of those things where, you know, well, you can't have a Superman story if he's not always Superman. <laughs> right. <laughs> it com- comes down from on high. Right. They're ordered to do it that way. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, just flipping through issue two, I think... You know, because for the most part, and then here's where my sort of uh, thing that I have against this book is, and it's a very minor thing, I think, uh-huh. is that uh, there's a subplot that runs through, like, all of the issues in which, like, the government is after him. Right. Uh and you know they're they're trying to capture him or kill him or whatever, and then they eventually you know work with him, so, uh, and you, you know let him use his powers the way he wants to, which is to help people because he's Superman. Right. Uh, <clears throat> I think that plot is kind of forced. Yeah. Uh, like like, because because every issue is primarily just a character study. It's. The book is about you know what it what what would it be like to be Superman in a world where Superman is a widely known fictional character, right? You know, uh, 
And it just sort of feels like, well, you know, we can't do that without having some sort of thing throughout the entire thing because there's no supervillains. Right, they have to have some sort of threat. Right, right yeah. Uh, so that part feels a little forced to me uh, and a little bit unnecessary. But, you know, without the second issue, you don't get the growing relationship of him meeting, you know... Malloy or whatever his name is. Uh, well, that or, uh, which, yeah, the, uh, the, the agents in charge of the... Uh, uh, the the government agency uh, like that has a nice payoff I think right know, yeah at the end. yeah uh, but no I was, I was saying that you know we don't get the the meaning and uh, you know relationship building of Lois right you know uh, who, who becomes his wife uh, without that second issue and then we also don't get you know him getting captured by the government right uh, and like him fully realizing that this threat exists and are dangerous to him. And I mean, and and I'll say like after reading the second one, I'm glad I did. Like, and I'm like, I thought there was, you know, useful story elements in it, and right. then, you know, it, it maybe like made the story better. But like, it, it was weird though because I mean, it jumps right into number three, and for me, and uh, and he references right away his his past dealings with the government, how they tried to trick him, right. and I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And then and then like. You know, and I was waiting for Lois to come around because everything else was coming into place. Right. And so, like, you know, he just he already has this relationship with Lois. And I was like, okay, duh. You know, and so, like, I felt like I didn't need to know that. But once I did read the backstory as you were <laughs> supposed to, you know, it, it you know it made sense and it, like, you know, padded things out a little bit. But for me, I mean, I don't mean, I don't mean, like, when I say unnecessary, I don't mean, like, it should never exist. But... It, there was there was no problem with reading number three, without having read number two, which I thought was just strange. Yeah, yeah. Like like I didn't. There was nothing that I was like, wait a minute, what are they talking about? Like not one time in the single book. Like it was just weird. I mean, you you think like I don't know. I don't know. I guess because I've read this like three or four times prior. Uh, uh, you know, I, I am. You know maybe more attached to it than you are. Right, right. But, like, I, I could not imagine jumping from one to three <laughs> and him already being married and a published author and all that just from being a teenager yeah. you know, at the end of the first, you know, and not wondering how the hell he got there. Right, yeah. I mean, the, the book does chronicle every, like, major sort of milestone in his life. Right. So... <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I recommend... If you're reading it, not doing it the wrong way, like I did, but but this but it, is almost as bad as the time that you refused to read it. <laughs> no, this was no fault of my own. <laughs> this was just a just a bad placement of issues in my pile. <laughs> but but yeah, no, I, it was, yeah, number two was good and enjoyable. It was just I just I just found it odd that that it 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 worked for me that way. But. But yeah, but then uh, so basically what you're saying is Kurt Busiek is an awful writer. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, well, you're not saying that. No, not you're just saying you hated this book. <laughs> no, I enjoyed the book. But it, and again, like when Lois appeared, I'm like of course he's you know from Kansas and his name's Clark Kent and he has Superman powers and he's dating Lois. But it, and you know and that makes sense in a Superman book. But it was just kind of hard to swallow sometimes because they they were trying to to say this was this is happening in our world and and they acknowledged the coincidences like because people would poke fun at right. you know Lois and Clark and 
and and like it almost seemed like every time they mentioned it in the story it just drew attention to how absurd it is you know like like that was another thing that like tripped me up a little bit but not enough to ruin it or anything but i don't know i just i just i don't know that it wouldn't have been better if you know their names weren't lois and clark and he was maybe from jersey or something you know right but again superman's in the title right is you know i don't i don't understand why it was such a surprise to you that (laughs) he becomes superman and that all the coincidences fall into place. Uh, just, I just thought they were telling a story about just a regular dude <coughs> and somehow we're tying it into Superman, but I don't know. I don't know. It was, it was good though. It was very good. I was, it was surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. Cause I, like after the first issue, I didn't expect to like it very much. I'm sorry. <laughs> I ruined your life. <laughs> no, I'm forcing you to read this. And I really do like, I, I think the fourth issue is my favorite because it does kind of go off in its own direction. Yeah. Um, like the, the direction that Lois and Clark take together and the choices they have to make for themselves and their families. And right. like, I, I thought that was a really, like, See, ma- I, I think without all of it, like, you don't get to there mm-hmm. uh, because it's, because Superman doesn't end. Oh, yeah. You know, it just goes on. Right, yeah. I mean, you know, DC can reboot, you know, their entire continuity as many times as they want. Yeah. But, you know, it's always going to be, you know, Clark Kent crash lands on Krypton and moves to Metropolis and becomes Superman and fights Lex Luthor over and over and over again for another however long the print industry will, you know, survive. <laughs> like six more years. At least. <laughs> Maybe three. <laughs> Uh, and so with a book like this, like, like just the fact that he ages between issues two to three to three to four and three to two, yeah, or (laughs) whatever order you read them in, uh, you know, I mean, that, that already makes it a different thing that, that, you know, is going to take its own path because Superman doesn't age and, you know, he doesn't get old and weaker or, or, you know, he doesn't stay married magically. Yeah. 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 Or, you know, and then there were like, you know, little cute things here and there, like, like, uh, how, uh, he, he tries to experiment with his powers and it doesn't exactly work. Right. The same way it does in the comics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, so so I think that's what I find more enjoyable about you know this than than maybe you did. I don't uh, and know. and well, I know. I mean, those are the elements I did enjoy about it. Like like they did make it an interesting Superman because you know he does get weaker and he does get old and like that's why Superman generally sucks in the comics because <laughs> you're like, oh, here's this guy that can do anything forever and he's awesome and nothing's ever imperfect about him. And well, I think for me, other than his haircut in the nineties. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of which, I was uh, just complete off tangent. Uh, I was going through, I was trying to find uh, if there was any movies or TV shows that were disappearing off Netflix like shortly. Uh-huh. Uh, and I found that there was a documentary back in 2001 called American Mullet. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
Oh wow! About Superman? Uh, or, no, just oh. uh, just just about mullets. Wow. Yeah, because you mentioned Superman. Oh yeah. yeah. I wonder if in funeral for a friend, did they have someone cut his hair when he died? You know, like your mom had to do to the. Oh yeah, probably. Like, like get rid of the mullet. Yeah. Come on. Well, he had the mullet when he came back. Oh, he didn't have it when he died. No, oh, okay, yeah. that's right. I was thinking he had it when he died too. No, yeah, no, he had the the. He was clean cut. Okay. And, and like a human being. <laughs> When he died. And then he was the subpar mess. That <laughs> when he came of, back, yeah. yeah. He became a fucking piece of white trash <laughs> when he came back from the dead. Because, I mean, honestly, I guess, if uh, if you died and came back, I guess, wouldn't you just stop giving a shit? Oh, yeah, I would just drink canned beer yep. and, like, at noon, yeah, and, <laughs> and go to the horse races and, yeah, <laughs> listen to Def Lep. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And I still listen to. I just listened to Def Leppard <laughs> earlier today. Actually, man, pour some sugar. Me is a great tune. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, but yeah, I think the fourth issue really did uh, bring it back around to something that I was like, okay, you know, they're really making it its own thing, and like I can get over all the the nods and like it. It didn't. It really did not like ruin it for me. It just like gave me like a raised eyebrow as each one came up but it, it i didn't i didn't like it didn't ruin it or anything so right. um, it just, it's not like he had a best uh bald best friend who suddenly became his arch nemesis <laughs> or, or, or no, or, no. You know i mean there was a jimmy olsen in, at his paper i mean there was like all of them you know there i think they even i don't think there was a jimmy olsen in his paper. Well, there, was, there was a red-haired dude i don't know if, i don't think they even right. called him jimmy but he says something and i was like oh there's jimmy of course and again, I know it's Superman, but it, they were just trying to make it not Superman, but right. still Superman at the same time. And, yeah. <clears throat> and it's not like his wife's name was Lois Lane. It no. was Lois something unpronounceable. Yeah. She's an Indian lady. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I forget her name. I forget her name, but... Um, it was Lois. Yeah, Lois. <laughs> um, is it that... Because uh, the fourth issue, I think, jumps forward in time a couple different places. Uh, yeah, it spans mm-hmm. like the most amount of years rather than like issue one is about him being, you know, like 16 years old. And then issue two is about him being like 22 and issue three is about him being like, you know, maybe near 40 or something like that. Right. Then issue five is like him like 50 through 80 almost. Right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so is that a possible reason why it worked better? It? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that I- there were more jumps in time and then, then. You know, was maybe a little more quicker paced. Uh, I don't know, maybe. I mean, I don't know if that factored or not. Or, but I, I mean, whatever, whatever the reason. I, I thought the fourth one really was my favorite issue. I think a lot of it was to do with. I don't like. I said, I don't know if we want to spoil all the characters that appear, but like the stuff with their their family and their kids. Right. Like, I really liked the stuff they did with, with that. And uh, yeah, I mean, it almost like. The, the stuff with like Lois, like whenever, you know, Superman goes away and she's at home reading the paper or whatever, it reminded me a lot of Invincible too, like the early Invincibles where, um, you know, before, uh, Omni-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like whenever he's like out fighting, um, extra dimensional terrorist or whatever. Right, right. Um, you know, it's just like, it, it reminded me a lot of those scenes too, which is, you know, what I like about Invincible. And, and so, yeah, it had a lot of, cool storytelling elements in it right. that you know stuff you don't see a whole lot in superior books so so it sounds almost like uh, you would have liked this better and again you say you liked it 
Yeah, I, I liked it. I liked it. Uh, but it sounds like maybe you would have liked it better had there been either less of the real world stuff or less of the superhero stuff. Uh, yeah, man, yeah. Like either or. Yeah, right, 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 right yeah. <laughs> and Jim's Kachalka drama. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, or just Stuart Armand and drawn in a Jim's Kachalka style because he can clearly do whatever he, he's a master. <laughs> Apparently he draws standing up. I do know that much about it. Really? Yeah. That's weird. That why Why weird. would you draw standing up? I don't know. Like at a canvas style uh, thing? No, kind of... like a, at, a, at a drawing table. Really? It's just high enough for him to stand at. Man. It, that seems insane to me. Like it would hurt. Yeah. Like he couldn't do it for eight hours. Right. You would imagine. Huh. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. But yeah, I saw a picture of him online standing at his table drawing. Huh. Like that's... It's bizarre to me, anyway. Maybe he can't afford a chair. Somebody, <laughs> well, let's have a Kickstarter for Stuart Armanen's first office chair. <laughs> I think everybody just needs to go out and buy moving pictures. Yeah. Uh, or uh, any of his other creator-owned books. Right. I wonder if he gets any money from, like, what DC's re-releasing Seagard Identity as a trade. Oh, well, I'm sure. He gets yeah. residuals from that. Yeah. Probably, right? I would hope so. I would hope so as well. Uh, That's something else to ask him right after I find out where his family lineage <laughs> began. <laughs> <laughs> like, where are you from, and are you still making any money? <laughs> I hope these questions aren't too personal. Uh, I think what, maybe what's you your should. wife like in bed? Uh, <laughs> no, that's <laughs> terrible. I think, uh, well, other than the uh, asking uh, what his wife is like in bed, I think maybe instead of... Uh, if he's still making money, you should just ask how much money he makes. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, how much are you pulling down this yeah. year, Stu? Yeah. <laughs> Can I call you Stu? <laughs> I would never ask any of those questions uh, because I respect him. He's, yeah. he's a good guy. He is. Uh, and his lovely wife is as well, and I didn't right. mean to right, make right, any right. tawdry remarks about her. I've uh, not met either of them, but I am uh, fans of both of their work. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. Uh, I will continue to follow them as but, much as possible. Is this our, this is our second Imanen review then? Because we did so. And in our third Superman, probably. Third. Did we do It's a Bird? Did we do that one? No. Oh, we didn't? Uh, did you just loan that to me once? Yeah. Oh, okay. Usually when you loan me a book, it's because I have to read it. Right. I think that was uh, prior to the show existing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Man, that's forever ago. I know. That was 200, that could have been our zero issue. <laughs> we could go back and re-record that. <laughs> You know, a year in, like DC did. Right. did we'll, put the uh, we can do negative episodes. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, we'll review It's a Bird and then Blankets. Yeah. Did we do that with Blankets? Uh, you lent me Blankets okay. before yeah. the show existed. Wow. Yeah. We're good to each other. Yeah. I think our kid's going to turn out all right. We still, we still have this love after all these years. Um. Uh, we have not mentioned Kurt Busiek a lot. Uh, Where is he from? <laughs> don't know. <laughs> I, you know, I've never read anything by him. Other, or Marvels. Did Marvels, he do Marvels? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've never read Astro City, though. I've never read it. Uh, I read uh, Astro City for a while, and then, like, uh, it was one of those things where, like, it just didn't come out for a very long time, and right. I just stopped buying it. Yeah. And now I don't believe I own any of the issues of it anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. 
I don't know. We'll find out as I continue to go through my collection. Yeah, how far along are you? In? Not very. Yeah. Not, not much from last week. Okay. I, say, I thought you were like half before. Half uh, I'm, I've still got my entire uh, bedroom and uh, the, the stray books behind you okay. uh, to go through. Uh, and, uh, so, yeah, I've, I've... A little ways to go. Uh, yeah, there's a ways to go. But, yeah, uh, did, did you... So you did like Astro City, though? I liked Astro City a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I liked Marvels quite a bit. And, uh, you yeah, know, for the year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's kind of leans towards that whole superhero in real life thing. Because oh, Mar- yeah. Marvels, Astro City, they all kind of... This one. I don't know if he leans towards it or not, but, uh, like, maybe he got kind of stereotyped by it. Yeah, okay. Because Marvel's was huge. Oh, yeah. And, and I think it's easy to say that that's what made him a star as well as Alex Ross. And so I think there was a lot of things that came after that where, you know, it was like, well, hey, he can do this really well, yeah. so let's continue to have him do this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like, you know... Gary Coleman, 50 years later, people are still asking him to say, what you talking about, Willis? Yeah, except he's dead. Oh, I know, but I mean, they, <laughs> asked, they asked him. <laughs> they, I'm sure people... And also, still... I'm pretty sure that Different Strokes was not on 50 years yeah. ago. <laughs> oh, it was. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, so I don't know if that's a thing that he prefers to write, but it's a thing that, you know, he is pretty good at. Right. Uh, honestly, like, can't think of too many other things that I've read by him other than Marvels or Astro City and this. He do you said he just did some regular Superman stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. He he was on the Superman books for a while. I think the one year later era. Uh post excuse me. Whatever giant crossover that was after. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. Crisis or something. Something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, not Final Crisis, I think. Infinite identity. Maybe regular. Infinite. Yeah. I keep forgetting that Infinite was a thing. Crisis, yeah. yeah, most people do forget yeah. about that one. Uh, I remember Identity Crisis because it was dumb, and I remember Final Crisis because it was underrated. Uh, <laughs> and I uh, do not remember Infinite Crisis. I've never read a Crisis. I've read uh, most of them. I read like the first issue of Crisis on Infinite Earths, and I was like, done. <laughs> <laughs> no more Crisis for me. Uh, that might be my next pick. Oh, that might be my first veto. <laughs> I would veto the first crisis. Really? I don't know that I would have vetoed any other one, but I would veto because it just gave me a headache trying to read it. I was like, I have to remember how many names, and we're only like four pages in. There's like 50 characters, and I was like, I don't even know. It wasn't like Superman and Aquaman. It was like, you know, lightning lasts and like all these like gold bug and things I've never heard. I think it's a Transformer, actually, but... Yeah, my point being, <laughs> it was a little too much. <laughs> Maybe I'll just read like the first one and then go skip ahead. And, yeah, I don't know. know. I uh, I've read it once exactly. I bought the uh, the 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 super expensive slip covered oh, wow. hard cover thing that came out in like nineteen ninety eight ninety nine something nice, like that. Nice. That uh, they said they would never reprint, and then they went ahead and put out you know, trade paperback out oh. trade paperback. Oh. <laughs> Uh, but they've yeah. never reprinted the hardcover. Maybe that's what they're saying. Uh, I think it's an absolute edition to somewhere now, isn't it? Oh, uh, maybe. I don't know. Mm. Either way, there were cheaper versions of it out there that's happened after I paid $100 for it. Mm. But you're not bitter. Nah. No. <laughs> hey, at least I got George Perez to sign it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Last September. Wow. This past September. Anyway. Uh, of course, you know, at this point in time, I'm just done. Um, 
give a shit about any crossovers or massive events. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those things are terrible. Uh, weren't you reading uh, the the Genesis books, the the, the Kirby uh, books from Dynamite? Uh huh. Yeah. Kurt Music wrote those. I believe he did. There you go. I believe he did. So yeah, I've read a okay. Kurt Music book. Good for you, Kurt Music. You're so good that I didn't even realize I was reading you. You're like, I can't believe it's not music. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I like him in general. I just, uh, you know, I don't seek him out. Yeah. But, you know, uh, I don't have anything against him. And obviously, I think like things like this is something that I would lean towards more than him working on, you know, just, you know, a regular run on any you know, particular character. Right. Yeah. I'd much rather read something out of continuity and then with his own sort of take on something. Yeah. He seems like an actual, like just decent writer. Right. Um, but he's kind of like found his niche, niche. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's just kind of doing this thing, but, um, I would like to see him do something completely different. Like not just a standard superhero book, but like something like a horror story or like a slice of life story cool. or something. I like had that. read uh, an autobiographical thing that he did. Oh yeah. Uh, it was uh, published through, it's a digital only kind of thing. Uh, there's a, a digital publisher called uh, monkey brain. I believe is hmm. the name of it. They publish like, a handful of books and he had just uh, a one shot that was just a, uh, uh, about him walking his dog during a winter morning and thinking about, you know, his childhood and, you know, his family and stuff like that. That's the kind of shit I like. And yeah, you would probably really enjoy it yeah. if uh, you knew how to operate a, a <laughs> computer or, or some sort yeah. of... Uh, I, I uh, know there's a lever somewhere you spin really fast and then <laughs> it makes a noise and like... <laughs> but no, yeah, it's really good. I think it's just called, like, Thoughts on a Winter Morning or something like that. All right. So if uh, you ever... Uh, they all feel like Google spending it. 99 cents and, uh, you know, uh, what? reading something on a computer screen, uh, you can go get it. Yeah. Or if you're a, you know, a modern day person, you can get it on Comixology. Oh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I'm a happening modern cat. No, you're not. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry that you didn't love this book as much as I did. Hey, I enjoyed it. But you liked it. I, I liked it. Oh, yeah. Did not love it, but I liked it. Yeah. I wish Joe was here. Yeah. I always wish Joe was here. <laughs> Joe's a good guy. We should have him on again at some point. Yeah. Oh, and I didn't mean just on the show. I just mean in general. I'll, oh, no. I'll be walking the dog, and I'll be like, I wish Joe was here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, yeah he's just a nice guy to have around. He is a nice guy to have around. Yeah. You know what? You're right. I kind of wish Joe was just around all the time. Oh, like, what if he was our imaginary friend? That would be, well, he kind of is. Yeah. I'm imagining him right now. Are you imagining him? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. We're imagining him. He's our imaginary friend. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, uh, buy this trade paperback whenever it comes out again. We ordered a copy at Mavericks. There you so go. there will be one on the shelf. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, it's a little I, different if you like Superman, but you're fucking bored with Superman comics. Right. And I think the problem with Superman is that, like, I don't think it's that, you know, it's because he's invincible or whatever, like, you know, the normal bullshit answers. Mm-hmm. I think it's just bad writing. Uh, I mean, to a point, but I mean, that does make a character a little more... It, it, a little bit, yeah. Like, I mean, if you're, like, if you don't expect 
any flaws. Like, you know, that, like, that's what makes characters like Indiana Jones so interesting because you know, you know, like he's right. gonna have some pitfalls and things that. Right. Some kerfuffles will some, happen. Yeah, kerfuffles here and there. Uh, yeah, to a point, I, I do believe so. But I also think that there's a, a thing that may just be a, a corporate thing that, you know, you can't have, you know, that character that represents that entire company. Right. You know, They're a little more careful with them. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And I think that may hinder some stories here and there, but there are good Superman stories out yeah. there. You know, they're just, you know... Few and far between. Eh, uh, yeah. Uh, I'd say... <laughs> I'd like, say you're not going to find it in a regular run of Superman comics. Right. Uh, you're going to find it in one-offs and specials. And, and like Red Sun and yeah, things Yeah, and Elseworlds like and stuff like that. Uh, but, but you know, even the regular runs can have, you know, their gems here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I think, you know, just due to the, the nature of the character and I think due to the nature of the industry where everything has to be a massive storyline or tie into something that, you know, right. we're going to get even less of those nowadays. He's Mickey Mouse. Yeah, like, like yeah, they're not is. gonna. Yeah, they're really careful because he represents not just the character that he is, but the company that publishes him. Right, right. So, yeah. uh, which is a little bit of a shame, but you know, I mean, you know, we we still can get a secret identity or an All Star Superman out of it occasionally. Right. Yeah, and that's good. Lucky for us. Yeah, but again, you know, at the same time, though, like, like I said, I like him in the movies. I like him in cartoons. Right. So, but like. Those have got that, to have that, the same rules. That is weird, though. I know what you mean, though. Like, maybe there's something a little more humanizing about, you know, hearing his voice and seeing him move around or something. Maybe, I don't, yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, I, I would much rather watch just a run-of-the-mill Superman cartoon than read a run-of-the-mill Superman comic. Right, yeah. So that, that is and, weird. And we watched some really bad Superman cartoons, like, a year ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, I think I even like those better than like especially <laughs> the current run of, of Superman books. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh well. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Something for the the scholars of of the uh, next century to figure out. Yeah. All right. Let's take a break. Yeah. Stretch our legs. Yeah. So you think you're in the middle of the ocean, stranded on an island of your own. I have 
going buddy <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh it, it's been going yeah yeah how's it going with you eh, not too bad not too bad mm. we had a good week at mavericks did you a lot of a lot of sales across the board comics sports cards and magic cards <laughs> all of them they all did well uh, so I know, uh when i walked in uh twice this past week you were uh, working hard in the comic section it was awesome <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> it's great yeah i love being back in the comics yeah you know it's, like it's, it's like this why you work there it's like a shangri-la i mean like you know it's it's there's customers back there but they're all just doing their thing they're right. just like oh here's this thing i want and yeah. they pick it up and you know read it <laughs> <laughs> buy it whatever but uh yeah it's so nice i love it <coughs> i love working at a comic shop i wish i always did yeah i understand mm. yeah mm, nothing else nothing nothing too exciting mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. my lady friend's been not feeling well i'm sorry to hear and that so is my mom and my doogie i'm sorry to hear that the world's and falling that. apart yeah yeah I hope uh, you did not bring whatever it is that they're carrying or you're carrying. Uh, you know what's weird? House. I feel great, which is weird. If uh, I get sick, I'm punching you because <laughs> I've already been sick once. Yeah, me too. And I was. I am done with it. I was bad off, like in I guess it was November, but yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, I'm done with being sick this winter. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, how about you? Well, oh, it's been. It has been a very stressful week. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned it yet, but uh, if I have, I apologize. But um, uh, so yeah, so so uh, my mom had surgery this past week, mm-hmm. uh, major major surgery, uh, in which they cut open her neck and replaced a uh, vertebrae in her uh, in, in her spine. Uh, that sounds really serious. Yeah. 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 It's uh. It's not what you would call a, a quickie surgery or anything. Mm-hmm. That's not an outpatient thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So that happened Tuesday. And I uh, took off work for, for that. Uh, and because uh, she, she's had a herniated disc in her neck for a long time. And uh, like in the past month and a half or so, it just got to the point where she uh, was in so much pain that she couldn't lift her arms. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So she finally decided that uh, if she wanted to continue to work, uh, that she would uh, have to have this surgery done. Uh, and so then they told her that uh, one of the uh, one of the possible side effects of having the surgery was that she was uh, possibly going to lose her voice forever. Wow. And not be able to speak anymore. 
Wow. Uh, so, so there was that possibility, and she still went ahead and went through with it. Uh, but uh, she woke up from from after the surgery, and she could speak. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, so Thursday, well Tuesday, you know, my dad and I spent the entire day at the hospital with her, and then uh, she was, you know, under anesthetic and just out of it and all that. And uh, we had to get up at like four in the morning, you know, Tuesday morning to take her there. And so it was a very long day. And then uh, Thursday, I took off work to take care of her while my dad went back to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she was pretty much fine by then that's awesome yeah, she's uh walking around and she can talk and she's she's moving on her own she's taken one pain pill exactly since uh coming back from the surgery that's amazing yeah uh honestly she's just bored <laughs> but so but but there's like a length of time where even if she feels good she's not allowed back to work right no yeah she is uh, out of work until at least April or May. Okay. Uh, yeah, she's got to wear the brace for at least 10 weeks. Uh, she's got, like, this brace around her neck that she has to wear if she wants to move around. Uh, and then she has to, like, ice her neck for a half hour every hour. Wow. Uh, and then she has another brace that she has to wear for four hours a day that she cannot wear uh, around anyone that has a pacemaker or uh, landlines. Wow, really? Yeah. Wow. Which, eh, I don't know, I think that was a scam. But, because uh, <laughs> it's like magnets or something. Right. And anything yeah. that, uh, you know, the, uh, the insane clown posse uh, finds fascinating, I just assume it's a scam. <laughs> Even Fago? Okay, I like Fago. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can get Fago anymore, can you? I don't know. No. You used to get a, I used to be able to get it across the street at uh, the, the grocery store there. I know in, in heaven you can. <laughs> <laughs> I know when I was a kid, my mom used to drink a lot of Fago. Yeah, so we always had it around the house. I think I only ever tried it one time. It was at Meyer when I was like a teenager. Uh, well, you're not much of a uh, pop drinker. I'm not a soda anyway. fan, yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, so, so that's sort of been... What my week has been. Uh, so, so you're kind of on call with her. I am. Of, yeah. yeah. I went over there Saturday morning, so my dad could go to work. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, yeah, like I said, she's mostly just bored. So, like, she sent me out to the video store to rent a bunch of movies. Right. Uh, and then I guess, you know, my dad decided that uh, he's going to try to go to work Monday. And I'm not taking any more days off because I've only got, like, two vacation days left. So I don't want to waste them. You know, automatically soon. Right. Uh, we're going to leave her alone on Monday and see what happens. But uh, like I said, she seems to be fine. And uh, she's, yeah, she's got uh, like four movies to watch, you know, between now and then. So. Right. You hooked her up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, she uh, she wanted me to get uh, the new James Bond movie, which just came out. Uh, so I got that. And uh, Flight, uh, the movie with uh, Denzel Washington and John Goodman. Uh, and then I picked up like a bunch of movies that she knew that uh, my dad wouldn't want to watch, uh, <laughs> so she can watch those when when he's at work or whatever. Uh, what does she like that your dad doesn't? Because she's kind of got a diverse. Uh, my mom will watch anything, pretty yeah. much, except for. Well, and here's the thing: like she used to love horror movies, but she won't watch them now. 
but she likes comedies and romantic comedies and cartoons yeah, and right. action movies and stuff like that. My dad only wants to watch things that are serious. Yeah, like drama, Oscar-winning kind of stuff. Uh, not even that. Just uh, like like he wants an action movie, but he wants it to be a believable action movie. Uh, okay, like not a fun. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not like GI Joe. But... No. Yeah. He wants. Uh, he wants. Uh, I can't even think of one. Like, like the town or something? Yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, okay. But even something like that, he would come around and say, like, uh, you know, it was just ridiculous when you know, this happened. Like, right. Why would they do that? <laughs> <laughs> this is such a cartoon. Uh, he's <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. He calls he, things cartoons. Yep. He is, uh, he's kind of like Jack with uh, the balloon art, mm-hmm. only about movies. <laughs> he likes it believable. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so they watched uh, Flight last night and Skyfall today, and uh, while he was at work, she and I watched a movie called The Watch, which was bad. Mm. Uh, it's comedy. Yeah. Uh, oh, the Ben Stiller one. Ben Stiller, one. Ben Stiller you, Vaughn, okay. Joe Hill. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, but no, the, the other stressful thing is, uh, that, uh, uh, I had the cops called on me. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's about time. (laughs) (laughs) This is, no, this is news to me. I don't know what this is about. Yeah. Um, so Thursday, uh, I went to, to my parents' house to take care of my mom, and my dad wanted me over there by 8 o'clock so that he'd go to work. Uh, which, you know, is, is like two hours later than I usually leave for work. Right. Well, when, when, uh, on my normal days. Uh, so it was about 7.40, 7.45 or so. I was uh, out by the, the side street by my apartments, uh, about to make a left turn onto the major street. Right. Uh, that, that runs, uh, you know, east and west. Uh, so I'm sitting there at the red light, and I see a woman and two kids go up to the, the side of the, the sidewalk to stand at the crosswalk. Uh, and the woman is just on her phone, just texting or doing whatever. Right. And not paying attention to her kids. Uh, so the light turns green, and there is no through traffic coming. And they are still on the sidewalk, so I made a left turn. All right. And drove to my parents' house and then spent the day with my mom. And then at around 5 o'clock, uh, my mom's phone rang, or her cell phone. And uh, uh, she comes walking out into the room and says, Eric, there's the police for you. <laughs> and... So what happened was that the police came here and waited for me at my apartments. Uh, my landlord saw them and uh, said, uh, you know, what's going on? And they, they asked uh, if he knew where I was, so he called my mom on her cell phone, who handed it off to me, uh, to get a talking to about uh, almost hitting a kid in the crosswalk as I made that left turn. That what? Morning. Really? Yep. I didn't almost hit a kid. Yeah. That kid was nowhere near me. He was on the sidewalk. It was, um, they were just stepping off the sidewalk. Right. But apparently, according to the woman who called the cops on me, uh, apparently looked up from her uh, cell phone long enough to get my license number and, uh, and call the cops uh, to report me. 
apparently she said that uh, her kid had to jump back because I almost hit him. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. And I thought to myself, well, maybe she shouldn't have uh, been stuck on her cell phone and maybe been paying attention to her fucking kids. But also, I'm thinking, okay, so I didn't hit a kid. And then the cop said that I did have the right of way because there was no traffic coming towards me. Right. So I didn't hurt anyone and I didn't break any laws. Right. Why are you talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> did you ask him that? No. <laughs> but mean. it was going through her mind just like, so, so a real criminal. So what did, what did he end up saying? Like he's like, I know you didn't do this for you know, like you didn't break any laws. He kept asking me. He's like, did you see a family there on the sidewalk? I was like, I saw them. Yeah. He was like, and did you, you didn't see them running through the crosswalk? I was like, they weren't running through the crosswalk. Like like maybe they had just stepped off the crosswalk by the time I started making the turn. Right. Yeah. He's like, well, you know. Uh, you, uh, uh, you know, just you know, nothing's gonna happen, and, and you did have the right of way, so uh, just you know, just next time you better you know take a, a second look, and you know we we don't anything want anything worse to happen than what happened today. You mean nothing? <laughs> right. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah. So then you know I got off the phone with that, and and then I just I was pissed. I was fucking pissed. Oh, yeah, I'd imagine. Yeah. I would I would be, and I don't get pissed. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm sitting there, you know, with, with my parents, and my dad is like, are you still stewing about this? And I was like, yeah. He was like, well, get over it. <laughs> I was like, but someone called the cops on me. Yeah. For nothing that I did wrong. Yeah. Is that your first time anyone's ever called cops on you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, man. Like, didn't I've they, had the cops here before, but it was for the old neighbors. Right. <laughs> well, don't they, they, oh, yeah, don't they have, like, cameras of your parking lot and everything? Like, they wanted to... No. Oh, okay. It wasn't in my parking lot. Well, I mean, I thought I thought it might, like, catch the street a little bit, too. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. The, there are cameras in my parking lot, and they basically cover the dumpster. Right. Okay. Which is nowhere near where I was. Right, yeah. Man, man, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I was fucking furious. So if what now? Here's the scenario. What All if right. you what if you see those the same exact family out there again? Oh, then I guess I'll just sit at the green light and let them slowly pass or run past or whatever, and then give them the finger as they do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of you. I thought you might have ran over them. Or, uh, okay. I uh, don't want to hurt anybody. I know. I don't yeah. Wanna, have violent retribution against anyone. Uh, Man, I was fucking pissed. Oh, yeah. I would be. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, like, I I wanted to bitch about this so much, but I figured, like, like, I honestly figured, well, you were wrong because you kids. Yeah. You know, but, you know, I don't know. So you're, like, the second person I've told about this, and then uh, both of you have been on my side. Right. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, like, if they were, like, halfway through the, the like they were like stepping into your, you know, the lane yeah. or something. But yeah, yeah, that, not. yeah. yeah that, that's that's bad. Uh, so yeah, that's well, been my week. Well, I'm glad. Hopefully, you know, it's like a upswing from here. Yeah, uh, I hope so. <laughs> and then yeah, I've been watching a bunch of movies. <laughs> I watched. Uh, I watched part of Meatballs today. Well, it's because we mentioned it yesterday. <laughs> no, I well, I, I think we mentioned it yesterday, or did I mention it yesterday, or did you? I can't. Uh, 
I was telling you about watching a movie with my mom, and you're like, was it Meatballs? Yeah, okay. Or? Well, because I had got it from the library, and like <laughs> I've had it for like a week, and I was like, oh, it's due back tomorrow. So me and Doogie were watching it while we ate breakfast, and there's, like, I hadn't seen it since I was a kid. I, I saw it when I was like 11 or something, you know? Never seen it. It's like, it's Bill Murray's first movie. It's like a 1979 um, comedy. About camp. Yeah, about camps were big in the 80s or right. early 80s. But there is a creepy scene in that movie that I did not remember. Like, apparently, maybe it was funny to rape people in the 80s. But, yeah. But, hilarious. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's a scene where, um, Bill Murray's a camp counselor and he, like, walks into this room and there's this female camp counselor and they're, like, going over, um, you know, like, some ideas, like, things they, they can do and, like, meetings and whatever. And he just starts, like, flirting with her really heavily. And she's like, no, no, stop it. We're trying to do this. And, like, and then, and then he's like just jumping all over her and like she's like ducking out of the way and he's like running into the walls like trying to tackle her and, and at one point he like bites her ass and like gets on top of her and like she's screaming no. And, and then he's like, oh, come on, come on. And then, you know, like another camp counselor happens to walk in and, um, he hops up and then she runs out of the room and it's like, you know, just a comedy, it, like, like, like Bill Murray, like, plays it off and it's, like, in a funny voice and, like, end scene. Right. You know, and it's like, comedy! <laughs> but I was like, he was raping that lady. Attempted. Yeah. He's not actually raping her. He deserves a phone call from the police. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Probably didn't get one, did he? <laughs> no, well, it was the 80s. You, yeah. you were allowed to do any of that. Rape was hilarious. Isn't that weird? That's so crazy. <laughs> I mean, eventually, like later on in the, in the in the movie, they like like they're dating. So apparently, right. I don't know if like I didn't watch the whole movie, so I don't know if. Well, he raped her into love. Oh well, yeah, I was gonna say yeah. he he either the, either the lesson was you know be persistent, and even if she's no mean just, it was either <laughs> it was either that, or you know like maybe they were dating and she just didn't want to like do anything at that moment and right. and like you know she was just. It's, I don't know. It just—it was so <laughs> off-putting. I was like, "This is not funny. Yeah. It's weird. It's uh, weird." Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hmm. I feel like I watched another movie, but uh, can't remember what it was. Oh, we watched uh, we watched uh, uh, the Man with Iron Fists. Yeah, uh, we did. That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> It's not a great movie, but it was enjoyable. It's a, it's a really fun movie. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, movie uh, written and directed by Riza. Uh, he's from the Wu-Tang Clan, that's, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's kind of stars in the movie, too. I mean, yeah. he's, he's not in the whole movie, but he's the main character. He's the main character, but doesn't even really come into play until, like, the last Right, thirty minutes of the movie. Or yeah, so. he's kind of like a side character, and that becomes like the main character. Right. Yeah, because he's uh, kind of, he's kind of narrating it. Right, and right. Then, and then like, it's all from his point of view. Right. Which honestly, like, I mean, because he's not an actor. Right. Yeah. You know, That's and, a smart smart move. It's a smart yeah. move. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it allows him to be the main character without being the main character, without having so much heavy screen time. Right. Right. We right. leave uh, leave the the important things to. To people like Russell Crowe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Russell Crowe is great in that movie. And I usually do not... I'm not a fan of Russell Crowe. Like, uh, yeah, I'm, I could... Yeah, I could do without him. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too. Like, like usually... Like, it's to the point... I don't hate him, but it's to the point where if I'm not sure if I want to see a movie, but I realize he's in it, or, I'm, I just look for something different at the goes. library. Because, I'm, yeah, just not a fan. Not a fan. 
But uh, yeah, it was a fun movie, and I bet it's one of those things that the more kung fu movies you've seen, the better it is. Right. Which for me, like I've never been a huge kung fu movie fan. I've seen maybe at the most a half dozen in my life. Right. Probably less than half dozen. But I uh, definitely seen less than half a dozen. Yeah, I just never really like Kathleen. Uh, Kathleen is is all about the kung fu movies. And... I, I like the idea of kung fu movies mm-hmm. uh, more than I actually like kung fu movies. Well, yeah, I have no nostalgia for them because yeah. I think the first time I ever saw one, I was like eighteen or nineteen, and uh, I mean, you know, I mean, I guess that's young, but I just I didn't grow up loving them, right? So I just I don't know, I never really got into them, but but yeah, it was a really fun movie, and I'm sure like Jeremy that is hopefully is listening, uh, I'm sure you would love it, right? Because um, not only does he love I love the Wu Tang Clan, but he loves kung fu movies, so, right? So I'm sure he's already seen it. I think for me, I like uh, I like a modern day kung fu movie. Because it takes, you know, the things that are good about the old ones that, that people do have nostalgia for. Right. Uh, but combines them with, like, you know, modern day yeah. you know, filmmaking, you know, uh, technology and, and growth and evolution and all that. Right. And, you know, and also allows them to add, you know, something that maybe the old the old kind of stuff was missing. Like bird people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was ridiculously awesome. Yeah. And I, hopefully sets up a sequel. Even if it doesn't, it was amazing. But, oh, yeah. But, yeah. but, yeah, I think I would like the sequel better than yeah. the original, actually. <laughs> but only if Russell Crowe shows me that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As Captain Jackknife. Yeah. Pretty awesome. <laughs> Good for you, Rizzo. Hell, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've uh, watched quite a few movies uh, in the past uh, week. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned them on the last show that we did, but I watched uh, two movies... Uh, VHS. Oh yeah, and uh, and then a movie called Drones. What's Drones? Uh, Drones is a comedy, <clears throat> an office uh, like a workplace comedy. Okay. Uh, uh but with aliens. Uh, uh. And uh, it's uh, written by the guys who do a podcast. Well, it's a podcast after the fact, but it's uh, it's a live. Uh, show that they put on in, in Los Angeles called uh, the Thrilling Adventure Hour. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's uh, it's a movie that they wrote with uh, a lot of the the cast uh, from you know their their rotating shows that they do. Okay. Uh, yeah. and, and it was funny. I enjoyed it a lot. Are, are are you a little bit friends with them or no? no? Okay. I had uh, like a very very short lived email exchange uh, with uh, one of the guys. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, I had uh, done a sketch and they liked it and they asked me to do a poster and then I flaked. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I remember there was something I was like I couldn't remember if you actually like they commissioned you to do something or what. Yeah, they asked me to and uh, and I said sure and then I I then I was me. Oh. I'm sure I could still do one and maybe they would accept it. But, uh, oh, yeah, just do something and be like, hey, you never did get back to me when I sent you that poster. <laughs> Here's a second copy. <laughs> you know, just lie through your uh, teeth. I'd be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so that was good. The VHS was a uh, an anthology horror movie thing that I watched. Uh, it was mostly good. That's, I, you know, it kind of sounded good. You described it to me when yeah. you watched it. and uh, Yeah, it sounds, sounds really good. Uh what else did I watch? Uh, felt like I watched a bunch of shit. I watched Chico and Rita. I told you about that uh, yeah, one. Yeah, the told me that. Animated uh, musical. Yeah. It was good. I will not see it. If you like, if you like jazz and animation, Chico yeah. and Rita are really good. Or Rita and, Rita and Chico? No, Chico and Rita. I think it's Chico and Rita. 
do a search for Chico. Rita. Rita. Yeah, movie. It'll yeah. find out. You'll, yeah. you'll find it. Yeah. I uh, watched, uh, like I said, I watched The Watch with my mom, and that was bad. Um, uh, yeah, I watched uh, Raging Bull. Oh, yeah. Which was fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It, I, I think that may be one of those, the whole Miss Classic thing. Yeah. It's just been built up so much. Right. There's so many references over right, there, right, like, right. even like on cartoons and yeah. you know, everything. Yeah. Uh, and I watched, uh, I watched a movie called The Hole, uh, directed by uh, Joe Dante, who, who did uh, The Burbs and Gremlins and all sorts of other awesome movies from the mid to late 80s. Sweet. And uh, that was pretty good. It's uh-huh. like a like a family friendly horror movie. Oh, okay. <clears throat> like 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 it had a like a reminiscent to the eighties kind of feel to it. Oh, that's it, cool. Uh, that's cool. You know, it was, uh, it was about a hole in uh, these kids' basement who that uh, uh, brings their uh, darkest fears to life. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> and that is that like his most recent film than Joe Dante? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Okay. I might check that out. Yeah, I recommend it. It's fun. Mm. I like fun movies. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I like a lot of the, his movies. After you mentioned, I didn't, I didn't, re- I didn't recognize the name, but uh, um, but yeah, obviously, Burbs, Gremlins, yeah. good stuff. Small Soldiers. I don't know that one. Nah, I never saw it. Uh, <laughs> but a bit Dick Miller was in it. Yeah. Gotta get that dick. Yep. Uh, yes. I mean, I'm, uh, I, 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 I feel, oh yeah, I watched, uh, Batman Forever. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. You went there. Yeah. And, uh, the prior, prior week, prior to that, I watched, uh, Batman and Robin. Wow. And, uh, I enjoyed them. So are you going to watch, like, the Tim Burton? I might. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Adam West, maybe? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Why not? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen the Adam West one in the last couple of months, and still awesome. I bet it is. Uh, yeah. So then I watched uh, every, or at least every available episode of a show called Raising Hope, which was funny. Mm-hmm. Raising Hope. Yeah. Is that a kid Hope? Uh, yes. Uh, okay. A baby. A baby. It's like is it like Raising Arizona? Uh, no. No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there is a serial killer. I don't think there was a killer. There was a Randall Tex Cobb, and he was a bounty hunter. And uh, Reasoners. And I don't think there's any killers and Reasoners. Uh, big, big guy on the motorcycle. Yeah, he was a bounty hunter. Oh, a bounty okay. hunter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People got killed though. Um, no, he, he just, got killed. I think he he he, he gets killed. He yeah. gets killed. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> what if someone hasn't seen that? Yet? It's entirely possible, yeah. but I'm sorry. Nah. <laughs> it's still worth seeing, even if you know he gets that's exploded. True. Yeah. yeah. That's a very small part of that movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. There's so many better things. Oh, my gosh. What an amazing movie. I should watch that again. Yeah. yeah. Miss, Miss Classic. Huh? Miss Classic. I've, I've seen it. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's just been a very long time, but yeah. I've only seen it the once. Wow, yeah. We should watch We should watch that sometime. Yeah, maybe. Maybe Draw Night. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. be fun. Yeah. yeah, but uh I got a different movie that I'm gonna pick for my next pick. Oh, 
Uh, yeah, we watch movies on here too. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we yeah. don't just read comics. Uh, so my next pick, if uh, if you're ready for that. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, is a is a is a pick that was suggested to me by our good friend Joe G. Oh really? We have mentioned numerous times oh, already. Our imaginary friend. Yeah. Uh, it is a an old timey noir. <laughs> awesome. It's been a while. <laughs> it has been a while. It's been too long. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's an old-timey noir called Double Indemnity. Ooh. With uh, Fred McMurray. Awesome. I've never seen it. Neither have I. I'm excited. Yeah. I've, I've wanted to see that ever since uh, I watched Memento. Like, I don't, hopefully this isn't a spoiler, but on the like uh, DVD commentary, they were like, oh, well, that's one of our, you know, Big inspirations or something right. like so. There's like twists and you know blah blah blah. Right. But uh, I've I've wanted to see it ever since then because it sounded great. I don't remember everything they said about it because that was like a dozen years ago. Right. But yeah, yeah, that's cool. Alrighty. Well, that's it. Double indemnity. Double indemnity. That's a that name is almost as hard to pronounce as the creators of that Superman book. <laughs> Why don't you ask that movie where uh, it came where from? Where it came from? Uh, probably Netflix, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Alrighty then. Let's, uh, let's get out of here. Yeah. Good night, peoples. Good night. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information, links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>